When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, I'm Dr. Cindy Trim, and if you missed Andrew Your Strong 2023, I had a host of guests. And before I get into rolling into what 2023 EYYS was all about, I want to introduce my guest to you. Take it away, Al. Welcome to Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr., and we're here at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Conference. Today, we're joined by Jacqueline Carr, singer and songwriter. I understand that you started singing at the age of five years old. We want to know your story and how it all got started for you. So I started out singing at the age of five years old, and I actually thought that singing was all that I was going to do. Um, and I traveled a little bit within my region. Um, but it wasn't what we knew God had showed us. You know, it wasn't the fullness of it. And um, at the age of 13, God began to speak to me and he said, there's more that I require of you. And when he first spoke it, I didn't really understand what he was saying. Uh, so I just kept doing what I was doing or whatever. And he spoke it again, there's more that I require of you. You are to evangelize. So at the age of 13, I accepted my calling of preaching. Um, and that's when about a year and a half later, when God expanded my music ministry to the world through my breakout single, Greater Is Coming. And so I've just been going strong ever since then, by the grace of God, ever since the age of 13. Um, I've never had a, I haven't had a void schedule. God has just keep increasing. Um, I released a few other songs after that, You're Bigger, You Will Win, It's Yours, Jehovah Jireh. Um, recent one was I Believe God, the new one that I'm about to release, You Carried Me, from my latest album, Ja'Kalen. Um So yeah, God has been good. What church denomination did you grow up in? So when I was a little girl, we went to um, a Baptist church. That's where my dad was an assistant pastor of my uncle's church. and so. Um, and then after that, you know, we just kind of branched off into non-denominational. Uh, but my parents, they grew up also, they had a little bit of everything, uh, Baptist, Pentecostal, Apostolic, all of that. And then when I was a little girl, I used to always get um, called to the Koji events and stuff like that. But for the most part, non-denominational. Tell us, Ja'Kalen, how heavy is the mantle that you carry? You know... I would say it's, it, ha it comes with great responsibility, but I feel light. I don't allow the pressures or um, anything of man, you know, to, to make me feel weighted because I know who called me, I know who has chosen me. And, um, and I always try to make sure my ear is towards God because I think where we go wrong at is when we try to listen to everything others say or when you're not built up. Because that was another thing that um, my parents tried to ensure even before they, people knew who J. Carr was is that I was built up. Uh, that when 
people do say things or people try to say, oh, you got to do this and you got to, you know what I mean? It wouldn't faze me because, again, I answer to God and I do my best to make sure that I listen to him and I follow his leadership. So I don't do anything without consulting. Like when I say anything, not a photo shoot, not a nothing without him. So with that being said, I don't feel, it doesn't feel like a burden. I feel light, although it does come with great responsibility. What were you doing when you first heard the voice of God? Well, I can't say when the first time was, but I remember when I knew for myself it was God, and that was at the age of, age of 13. And it's quite obvious because I am where I am now. And it was like God was like, you do this, and I'm going to make sure all of the rest of everything else is taken care of. So I would definitely have to say, I can't remember the first time, but 13 was one of the biggest times that I knew I heard him for myself. What's your favorite scripture, Ja'Kalen? My favorite scripture is probably Psalm 84:11. No good thing will he withhold from them who walk uprightly. Ja'Kalen, what does John 10:10, living an abundant life, mean to you? Abundant life for me is living out the plans of God for my life, the will of God for my life, and that's in every area. A lot of times we stop at just getting saved receiving the Holy Ghost. That's part of it. That's what, that's a major part of it. After that, you got to understand that Jesus wants everything about your life to prosper and to look like abundance because that's who he is. And so our lives are supposed to mirror the characteristics of God. That's from joy, from victory, finances. We don't serve a broke God. So that's not what he wants for you, even though we go through our challenges and we all have, we, know, we all know what struggle is. But just because struggle may be your story now, that doesn't mean that's your stop. God wants to get you to your abundance, whether that be healing and everything else, whatever that consists of. That's why it's important that you get in the word of God to know what that is, what he wants for you, his heart for you, what abundance look like to God. Because sometimes too, we can be looking at or view abundance based off of what we think we know, based off of old teachings that we got. And God is like, um, <laughs> that ain't it. Even if what you know is good, know more. How do you know more? By getting in the word of God, because he's always revealing new revelations so that you can go to new levels. We're here at Dr. Cindy Trim's EYYS Summit, gaining perspective for 2024. How did you end 2023? You know, I'm gonna give you a spiritual answer, I'm gonna give you a natural answer. Number one, I intend to year my year, my year strong by making sure that I seize every single thing, every single thing in the spirit that I'm supposed to. And then number two, I'm gonna give God a good dance because I made it through the year. <laughs> God has been faithful, he's been good. So many great things that has happened for me throughout this year. And I understand the power and the value of praising out of something and praising into something. And so, yeah, we, we gonna give them glory. <laughs> Who is your favorite gospel inspiration, Ja'Kalen? My vocal inspirations, I, so I come from a singing family. So for me, it's always been my family. Uh, my mom, she traveled with her sisters, uh, the Selby's, that was in the quartet field. 
but I, my mom took me everywhere they went. And so I was able to watch them and, you know, and just see how they move and just all of that. And of course, I love the legends. So um, we all know Shirley Caesar, Yolanda Adams, CeCe Winans. I mean, I love them all, Donna McClurkin, they're all amazing. So yeah, yeah, you know, I still can't believe it sometimes because I'll never forget being a little girl and listening to the music on the radio. Like I will prop up me something that looked like a mic, a microphone, and I would sing to their songs, do concerts to their songs in my room, and now sharing the stage with them, some collaborating with, um, and I just think it's beautiful and it's just a testament of God's faith, faithfulness and how he'll carry you throughout your your career or your journey in general. Is Kirk Franklin as funny in person as he comes across to his viewers? He's very funny. He's very funny, amazing person, genuine person. Um, so yes, you'll get some good laughter. <laughs> Thank you so much to Kaylin for sharing your story and insights here on Be Lifted Up Radio. You're welcome. Listen, everyone, you can follow Ja'Kalyn on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Ja'Kalyn Carr. That's J-E-K-L-Y-N-C-A-R-R. We're here with Lateris R. Whitfield at Dr. Cindy Trim's Annual Year Strong Summit. Whitfield is the host of Dear Future Wifey podcast on Instagram and is a three-time regional Emmy-nominated filmmaker, a national playwright and director, foster and adoption advocate, and most importantly, a servant of God. Lateris, you are a very successful podcaster. Your show is titled Dear Future Wifey Podcast. How does this happen? Well, the Dear Future Wifey Podcast was launched in 2020, April the 15th, at the heart of the pandemic. God told me to make myself my client. At first, I was shooting content, have a video production company, so I was shooting content for my clients. And then God said, make you your own client. And so I decided to turn the camera on myself. I took it as an opportunity to heal in front of the world. I had been divorced at that time about five years and my desire to get remarried again told me that I couldn't remarry being the same guy as I was in my previous marriage. So I want to heal openly, heal out loud. And so I created the moniker of my podcast, Journey With Me As I Discover, Uncover, and Recover Love. And in that process was having conversations with different people, single, married, those that have been divorced, so that I can become a better man and take these gems from these different interviews to help create this quilt in my love story. Tell us how you built your business and how receptive were men to your podcast? So when I launched this podcast, I didn't look at it as an opportunity to get other people's buy-in. I looked at it as being my own personal journey. So this is my own personal journal, if you would. So this became my online diary. So at first, when I started doing this podcast, of course, you start looking at the numbers on YouTube and, and I'm like, man, I only got 400 subscribers. Maybe people don't really care about what I'm talking about but I began to continue to recommit myself. And God spoke to me one moment and said, despise ye not the day of small beginnings. And I said, okay, 
That's all I needed to hear to become consistent in what I was doing. Being an entrepreneur, I wasn't really consistent in a lot of things, you know. I'm gonna wake up when I feel like it, do whatever that job is that I decided to do that day or whatnot. But this was the first thing that I had to become consistent with in my own business. And so I said, let me go ahead and um, become consistent, do these interviews weekly, and in that consistency, God began to reward it. Because YouTube, the way YouTube works, is YouTube rewards consistency as well. If they see you always putting content out there, then they're gonna start recommending it. And so that's what happened. And so people started watching it. Um, of course, my following, my subscribers, about 83% women, uh, but men started dialing in and listening to the podcast as well. They'll meet me on the side of the street or even at this conference, they walked up to me and said, man, thank you for putting this content out there because it's not, having men heal wasn't normalized. And so that's what the Dear Future Wifey podcast represented. How many subscribers do you have now? I'm at, I start off at 100 subscribers. Uh, 100 subscribers is when you can get your vanity URL on, um, on YouTube. So that was my goal. Now I'm at 459,000 subscribers and a million combined social media following uh, worldwide. Well, Lateris, let's be real. Entrepreneurship is not easy. How did you stay encouraged during your journey? And what were some of the roadblocks and obstacles you had to overcome along the way? One of the way I stayed encouraged during this entrepreneurial journey is it's an old song that they used to sing called Encourage Yourself. And so I would encourage myself along the journey. Um, and then I got a lot of joy from my subscribers. I call them the Lit Fam. I say we live, we live intentionally and transparently. So that's Lit. That's how I coined the moniker Lit. And so I would get a lot of people that would say, man, keep doing what you're doing. If I miss out doing an episode that Wednesday, they would hit me up and say, hey, man, how am I going to function today? Because I don't have uh, an episode to, to, to chew on today. I need your wisdom. I need your insight. So my, my followers, my subscribers, my, I call them my fellow love journeymen, would weigh in and encourage me along the way. And then as I started seeing the numbers climb and climb, it started giving me a sense of validation to say, people are def uh, definitely in need of what I'm offering to the world. And so, yeah, the journey is, I didn't, for, for a couple of years, I wasn't making much money. You know, I was making maybe a couple of thousand dollars uh, uh, a month off of YouTube. You know, that has grown tremendously. <laughs> and so, and so that has grown tremendously. And so the reality has been just become, just be consistent in whatever you have that you feel passionate about. If you don't have passion, there will be no productivity. If you don't have passion, there will be no productivity. So whatever you're passionate about, people don't have to force you to do, you'll do it, you know, when you're not getting paid anything. Because truthfully, it was so many seasons, like I said, about two years where I wasn't making much money at all doing it. Lateris, what does living an abundant life mean to you? Living an abundant life, what that means to me is the ability to tap into your purpose whatever that is. So abundance means something totally different for different people. Abundance can, a lot of times we, we liken that to finances. But if you talk to the man that is filthy rich, but he's not, he doesn't have abundant health, then at the end of the day, he doesn't feel like he's living an abundant life. So I would say whatever it is that you feel passionate about, the things that you feel like you've been called to do, the things that wake you up in the morning, your purpose, what you believe that God placed you on this earth, fulfilling that purpose is living the abundant life. Well, Lacheris, we're here at Dr. Cindy Trim's EYYS Summit, gaining perspective for 2024. How did you end 2023? How I intend to end my year strong is being at this conference. 
I'm doing the Dear Future Wifey podcast live here, you know, to feel validated by such a powerhouse as Dr. Cindy Trim for her to allow my platform to coexist with hers is such a God wink for me because it's showing not only uh, that I'm validated by God, but other people in this, in this same space that their intentions are to help heal the world, that they, my light is shining even in their sight. And so um, I'm ending my year strong. This is my last event that I'm doing in 2023, and I'm ending it on a big level. In this moment, what is a scripture that applies? The scripture that comes to mind is, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That has been the moniker for my life, has been the soundtrack in times where I've grown weary in my well-doing. I've always said, okay, God, now God, I can't do this. And God said, cool, put me in coach. So it's like God is now my coach in my life and has always been where in moments where I grow weary, then I put God in the game and he's able to conquer anything that I, I allow him to empower. Thank you, Latarius Whitfield, host of the Dear Future Wifey podcast for spending time with us here on Be Lifted Up Radio. To God be the Lord. And listen, everyone, you can catch his podcast on YouTube and also follow him on Instagram and TikTok at Latarius R. Whitfield. That's L-A-T-E-R-R-A-S-R-W-H-I-T-F-I-E-L-D. And also on Facebook at Latarius R. Whitfield. We're here with Lisa Wu, at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit. An American television personality, actress, realtor, screenwriter, and designer, Lisa is best known for appearing on the reality series, The Real Housewives of Atlanta and Hollywood Divas. So Lisa, here we are at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit in Atlanta, Georgia. What's your takeaway from the event? There was a lot of gems. There was a lot of gems, great energy, uh, a wealth of information. I mean, from people that are single, that are married, that are divorced. I've been divorced twice. So, because, you know, men think differently. And like Dr. Trim was saying, she said, you know, like women think, you know, like, well, dealing with men, you have to think from the head. So uh, it's true. We think differently. And so we just have to understand our different love languages. Lisa, what are your plans to make your 2024 a strong one? Well, you know, I'm not thinking about 2024. I'm actually thinking about even now manifesting 2024, 2025, 2026, everything. So it is not a year for me. It is just the whole essence of being. And um, everything that I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do. So um, it doesn't have to do with a number or, you know, numerical year or anything like that. Everybody, you can find Lisa Wu on Instagram and Twitter at one. L-I-S-A-W-U, one Lisa Wu, LinkedIn at Lisa Wu, or TikTok at Lisa X Wu. That's L-I-S-A-X-W-U. And joining us now is Tim Ross at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit. Ross is from Dallas, Texas. He's a podcaster, social media influencer, author, and preacher. Tim, it's so good to have you here with us at Be Lifted Up Radio. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here with you. When I read your bio, I saw something that said, upset the world. What's that about? 
Yeah, so Upset the World comes from the book of Acts, chapter number 17, verse number 6. Paul and Silas had caused trouble all over the world, scripture says, and now they are here disturbing our city too. So that word, cause trouble, literally means upset, to turn upside down. So it's not about angering anybody or giving them frustration. It's by the literal terminology to turn something upside down. We know that the kingdom of God is upside down or right side up. And so from that came our business, Upset the World LLC. And our assignment is uh, to upset the world with the message, love and hope of Jesus Christ. Well, Tim, can you put that in context? How can our audience envision upsetting the world as we see it today? Yeah, absolutely. So no one can upset their world until they've been upset themselves, right? And so unless Jesus has actually turned your life upside down, you can't turn anyone else's life upside down. But once he's done that, you can do that to everyone in the world around you. I think the... Um, the beautiful thing about Jesus's mandate to go make disciples of all nations, it sounds daunting, right? Like, do I need to get a passport? Do I need to travel all around the world? No, you can change the world around you. That can be your cousin's name, your mama name, your daddy name, your grandma name, your parents name, your next door neighbor name, right? So, so getting that to happen in you first is what will allow you and empower you to go do it for others. So I see it as the world around me literally, whether that's somebody that's standing behind me at Starbucks, at the grocery store, at the car wash, at the laundromat, at your home, in your business, at your school, every day presents an opportunity for us to upset somebody's world. Your ministry reaches beyond the four walls of the church, and I follow you on Instagram so I know. It's projected that by 2045, 70% of the world's population will live in cities and their surrounding areas. How does your ministry feed into that concept? Yeah, so that's an exciting number for me, right? Some people would be like, oh my goodness, this is gonna be another type of epidemic, right? Where you have people that over the last maybe 50 years were spreading out into the suburbs, now coming back into cities. Well, it actually lines with the scripture that I just read. Paul and Silas have tr caused trouble all over the world. Now they're here disturbing our city too. So if people are more concentrated in cities, people need to have a paradigm of thought that helps them to navigate everyday life. And that's what the basement is. More than anything, it's a paradigm of thought. It's a mentality. We believe that the way up is down that the way in is actually out. <laughs> that the way to receive is to actually give. Again, it's an upside down kingdom. The paradigm is inverse. Jesus' culture is counter-cultural. It's going against the current of what everybody else says is the norm. So to give people really the opposite of what they think they need to find their freedom is what we've been set up and designed to do. And we believe that everyone that presses B and comes down to the basement gets that. Tim, since 1996, you have served as an evangelist, a youth pastor, a director of student ministries, a campus pastor, and a lead pastor. How did you come to the point of realizing that there was a specific path that God wanted you to take? Okay, so that all comes down to one day, January 14th of 1996. I'm sitting on the back row of my parents' church, 
And uh, this is right after Sunday school and right, at, right before morning worship begins. And the Holy Spirit says to me, you're a sinner. I had never heard the statement in my life. I, I grew up in church, but I wasn't saved. And he said, you're a sinner. It wasn't, it wasn't a statement of condemnation. It was a statement of fact. And so I, I, um, it was the first time I felt disconnected from God. And on the back row of that church, I made a decision to give my life to Jesus. There was no sermon and there was no altar call. I stood up during testimony service in this Pentecostal church. And my dad was officiating the service and five people got in front of me and he went in order from, from the front row to the back. I was all the way in the back row. And when he got to me, he said, I think, I think Tim has something to say. And my response was, I give up. His response was, give up what? <laughs> I said, I need to give my life to Jesus right now. So that day set up every other day after. And so um, it wasn't like this pivotal moment outside of my salvation experience that set me up for this. My, my salvation experience is what set me up for every blessing that I have encountered since then. So January 14th of 96 was this pivotal moment. Five weeks later, I preached my first sermon. February 25th of 1996, I've been preaching ever since, almost 28 years. And every step of the way, my endeavor has been to hear God, believe God, and obey God. That's the formula to success. So it's, it's not about me coming up with a bright idea, it's about me being attuned to the Spirit enough to hear what He says, believe what He says, and obey that. I don't have to make nothing up. I don't have to put no, no extra zhuzh on it. All I gotta do is obey Him, and when I obey Him, it always works better for me than when I try to do something my way. God's Word always brings peace, even if it doesn't give you context, even if it doesn't give you clarity, even if you have no idea how he's gonna do what he said he was gonna do, his word always brings peace. So Tim, what does an abundant life mean to you? An abundant life to me is being obedient to what God has told me to do and then resting in the provision that comes with that obedience. There has never been a season of my life, high or low, up or down, crooked or straight, that hasn't felt fulfilling even if it wasn't all lined up the way I wanted to, it's, I've always felt fulfilled knowing that I have been in the center of God's will and His plan for my life. Now we're here at Dr. Cindy Trim's EYYS Summit, Tim, gaining perspective for 2024. How did you end 2023? I'm gonna end my year, I know this theme is gonna sound like redundant at this point, I'm gonna end my year obedient, and I'm gonna end my year consciously aware that God's blessing is on me. Thank you, Tim Ross, for being with us here on Be Lifted Up Radio. Absolutely. Thank you. And listen, everyone, you can catch Tim Ross's podcast on YouTube at The Basement Podcast, or check him out at www.upsettheworld.com. And now we're joined by LaVon Lewis at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Year Year Strong Summit. LaVon is a renowned authority on branding, design, and marketing, and is the co-founder, president, and creative director of Connect Branding. LaVon, we're here at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit here in Atlanta. What's your biggest takeaway from the event? 
I think this is powerful. I mean, it's over 2,000 people here. And to be the end of the year talking about what she talks about, I think it's great because she tapped on a little bit of ministry, marriage, relationships, a little bit of business. So I think to get all of this at the end of the year is phenomenal. Well, our platform at Be Lifted Up is faith and finance. Considering that, tell us about Connect Branding and how it happened for you. My company is Connect Branding. It's funny because I started it in college with a business partner at age 19. At this point, that's over 20 years ago. And what we decided to do is I focused on creative and things like that. He focused on business strategy and technology. And so we brought it together. So I think we're an example of if two young brothers get together and combine what you can do. Um, and in that time, we do everything from strategy, branding, web. Uh, we ghost write books for individuals. Um, messaging, PR, and some of my clients are a lot of small businesses and speakers, but it's also like SeaWorld, Home Depot, um, Amazon, and Coca-Cola, and then I also speak on branding at different conferences as well. So that's Connect Branding in a nutshell. <laughs> How do you integrate faith with what you do? I'm led by my faith. So my morals, how I treat customers, um, how I treat people is led by my faith. I'm originally from Alabama. So I got those Southern roots. I live here in Atlanta, but um, I grew up in church. Um, I have a lot of friends that are ministers, things like that. So the root of how I grew up, grew up is the compass to just how I treat people so, and how I do business. LaVon, is there one scripture that you live by? And if so, what would it be? I think it's Ecclesiastes 9 and 10. And it's pretty much, I perceive it as whatever you do with your hands, do it well. So that's been my scripture since I was like 19 in college. So it tells me that everything I put my hand to, do it to the best of my ability and be okay with that. So what's your plan for 2024? My plan, I'm doing a lot of pivoting in 2024, personally and professionally. So professionally, I wanna just grow, not be afraid to do new things, maybe new industries, new things like that, um, and tackle it and be up for the challenge. Uh, personally, the same thing. You know, I spent a lot of time just making sure that I'm the best man that I can be, the best person I can be. And personally, I'm gonna take that into 2024 and go from there, you know. So LaVon, what advice can you give to our listeners to interrelate their faith and finances in 2024? I think in 2024, how we merge finance and faith is really, I mean, the first word is really have faith, right? So this is what I mean. Like, you gotta believe in tithes, give them your 10%, right? And believe that when you give that, God gave us the income that we have, and it's gonna come back. So when I say faith, it's not, it's not you know, a pun, it's, it's seriously like that. So you gotta just walk through life and just know that as I sow, not only financially, but into people with my talent, or maybe my integrity, or just what I value, that it's gonna come back. And that's really how I live. I believe it, you should be nice to people. I'm very nice people kind of people by choice. Um, and, I, and I, I look forward to doing that for people. I believe at some point it will come back. Not looking for it, but it will. Everyone, you can follow LaVon Lewis on Instagram or LinkedIn at LaVon Lewis. That's L-A-V-O-N-L-E-W-I-S. Or you can go to their website at brandingconnected.com. And now we're here with Valerie Burton at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit. My good friend Valerie is an author, podcaster of Successful Women Think Differently, 
a coach and a speaker. Valerie, you're a top 60 motivational speaker in the United States, a top 100 thought leader in personal development. You're a life strategist, an international speaker, and CEO of Coaching and Positive Psychology. Can you break down positive psychology for us? Yes, so you know, we tend to think of traditional psychology as fixing problems and issues, which is really important. Positive psychology is the study of what happens when things go right with us. What happens when we are happy? What happens when we perform at our highest levels and we flourish? And so that's what positive psychology is. So over the years, I, uh, when I was actively coaching one-on-one, -on -one, the majority of my clients were women, not all. But now the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute trains personal and executive coaches. So we've trained coaches from every state in the U.S. and 28 countries around the world and it's positive psychology based. So, you know, coaching is still a fairly new field. It's been around about 30 years. And my interest was that it not be anecdotal. Like what does the research say about how people can actually change and transform their lives or perform better? And that's when I discovered positive psychology. What was the catalyst for you to identify positive psychology as your path? I used to be in public relations. I owned my own PR firm when I lived in Dallas. I was good at it because communication is my strength. It's always come easily for me, but I didn't feel like PR was my thing long term. So I had literally, I prayed about it. It took a couple of years when I had an epiphany one day. I was actually at uh, an NABJ convention, Black Journalist Convention in Seattle. Uh, it was quite a while ago, it was 1999, and I had an epiphany that I was supposed to be inspiring others to live more fulfilling lives, that I would do it through writing and speaking. And so I began writing that first book. Within a few weeks of that epiphany, I published it. Being in PR, I got a lot of media attention. I had a goal of getting a big publisher, which eventually um, a division of Random House picked up that book, and I've written 13 since then. Valerie, tell us about your publishing experience. First book was self-published. The first book was my third attempt at writing uh, a book. And uh, the, the, the key difference was I knew I was supposed to be writing. I didn't have my purpose yet. When I had that epiphany, the writing took off. And so I wrote that book at night and on the weekends while I was running the PR firm. I published it literally had the Epiphany in July, I had a book in my hand the day before Thanksgiving. I was hyper-focused on a publisher. So that following summer, I went to the Big Book Expo America, happened to meet an incredible editor uh, who was looking for fiction but gave my book a look, and the next week made a, an offer. And so that is how it all started, and it just has kept going <laughs> for 25 years now. <laughs> well, let's talk about one of our favorite topics, which is purpose. Valerie, how did you walk into your purpose? I needed to know why I needed to write. Once I understood my why, how I was meant to impact other people, it's, that was just so clear uh, to me that it guided the writing. The speaking opportunities have come from the writing. Coaching actually came from that. My first literary agent had a client who was a nationally known coach. I had never heard of coaching. As I learned about coaching, I realized it was the one-on-one -on -one of what I was writing and speaking about. Uh, and I started coaching and then my love of learning kicked in and it was like, is there any research to back this up? Because it's working, coaching really works. 
And that's when I discovered positive psychology, which led with my entrepreneurial spirit to, to found the CAP Institute, the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. How does your faith impact your path as a coach, author, and beyond? For me, faith has been the center of why I'm doing what I'm doing. As I said, I prayed about my purpose. I was successful in the business that I had, but whenever I try to create a vision moving forward, it didn't excite me. Something was missing, and it was purpose. So the only reason I've pursued what I'm doing is because I know it's what I'm called to do. And the doors have opened in that direction. You know, what I'm doing, what I'm called to do. It's not that it's not sometimes hard to, you know, to be consistent, to do the thing, especially those first few years. Business was not easy, but I saw the confirmation that I was on the right path. But there were always, always those times where I thought, well, if I went back to PR, I could make a lot more money, right? But I sensed in my spirit, actually it was a very distinct like directive, you will never make more money doing anything other than what I called you to do, if you stick with it. And so that was, you know, that all of that, the faith and the finance, of course, come together. And it wasn't that faith came into my path, faith was the path. Valerie, share the one scripture that always lifts you up. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So that for me has been huge. I, I don't always understand why things happen the way they happen, but it points me back to God. He will direct my path. I just have to get quiet, ask, listen, follow. It puts things into perspective for me. We're here at Dr. Cindy Trim's EYYS Summit, gaining perspective for 2024. Tell us how you ended 2023. So I'm wrapping things up uh, right now in the best possible way. I like to ask three questions at the end of the year. One, what am I most proud of? Right? I think you've got to look back and say, how did I get this far this year? Even if it's not as far as you wanted to go. And then secondly, what's my biggest lesson out of this year? Take the wisdom, even out of the stuff that you didn't want to go through and pull that wisdom so you go into the next year wiser. And then how am I going to apply that wisdom? <laughs> that, has, that helps drive my vision for the coming year to build on the wisdom gained and apply it moving forward. Okay, everyone, be sure to check out Valerie Burton's latest book, Let Go of the Guilt. Stop beating yourself up and take back your joy. That's a Be Lifted Up library edition, if I ever heard one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, you guys, you can follow Valerie Burton on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn at Valerie Burton. That's V-A-L-O-R-I-E-B-U-R-T-O-N. Valerie Burton. And we are joined by Montel and Kristen Jordan at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit. The Jordans are co-authors of This Is How We Do It, Making Your Marriage a Masterpiece. Montel Deshaun Barnett Jordan is an American singer, pastor, songwriter, and record producer. Best known for his 1995 single and one of my all-time favorite karaoke songs, This Is How We Do It. Jordan was the primary male solo, solo artist on Def Jam's Def Soul imprint until leaving the label in 2003. 
Montel and his wife Kristen have been married since 1994. Here we are at Dr. Cindy Trim's In Your Year Strong Summit in Atlanta. What's your takeaway? Oh, guess what? Absolutely, we need to end our year strong. And I think one of the things that we found here is that if we increase our spirit and we tune into our spiritual mind, that that's how we can end our year strong. We learned a lot here. And Dr. Cindy Trim always brings the kindness and she brings the God and she brings the power and she enables you to tap into that. And so that's what we got. Yeah, I think that we got a variety of uh, different perspectives and, and opportunities to share stories that become uh, ministry that many people can can glean from and especially at the end of the year to be able to finish strong the opportunity to get different stories and perspectives all brought into one platform that's what we got uh, from this event please tell our audience more about your marriage masterpiece ministry we believe that marriage masterpiece which is the ministry uh, that we do uh, is uh, an opportunity for us to help public marriages heal in private and so literally what we get the opportunity uh, to do is from our music business pass, from our entertainment pass, from our management pass. We are connected to lots of different artists and entertainers and, and celebrity, and we believe marriage and family legacy is important and worth fighting for. And so we basically position ourselves to uh, be on the front lines to help public marriages heal in private. What are you both looking forward to in 2024? Uh, 2024, looking forward to uh, health, uh, to uh, new connections, uh, to God's favor, uh, and to, uh, I think, uh, 2024 for us, we want it to be a year of strategic partnerships, of things that are in the past that need to stay in the past. Uh, let those things be there, and whatever God has for you and has for us, uh, um, hey, we want to be lifted up. We want to be in that place uh, to, to be prepared to receive what God has uh, in 2024. What is one scripture that can serve as a foundation for your 2024 plans? Ephesians 2.10. That's it. For you are God's workmanship or God's masterpiece, which is life scripture for us that we believe that uh, he, the work that he began in us, uh, he will finish it. We are not done until he is done. And uh, I think that's the hopeful scripture that we lean into. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that God made us his masterpiece. And I think that scripture speaks to us specifically because he made each and every one of us a masterpiece. And yeah. So that's what we're pressing into in 2024. Yeah. Everyone, you can find Montel and Kristen on Instagram and Facebook at Montel and Kristen. That's M-O-N-T-E-L-L-A-N-D-K-R-I-S-T-I-N. You can also go to their website montelandkristen.com and everyone you can follow Dr. Cindy Trim at cindytrimministries.org that's c-i-n-d-y t-r-i-m-m ministries.org and on Instagram and X formerly Twitter at Cindy Trim and at Facebook and YouTube Cindy Trim this is Alfred Edmund Jr the host of Be Lifted Up, your guide to living an abundant life. We've had such a great time here at the In Your Year Strong Summit. And listen, you can follow this episode and other episodes of Be Lifted Up Radio at BeLiftedUpRadio.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and other social platforms at Be Lifted Up Radio. That's the letter B, Lifted Up Radio. Thanks for joining us. Be blessed. Be blessed.